This weekend, Andy asks where Pat Sajak is, Ryan goes on patrol, and we tell an awful N64 story. I'm Ryan. I'm Andy. And this is Weekend Rental, episode 143. Well, before we jump too far into this episode, I was going to take a moment and do something a little bit different. I know, like, through the episode, we've got the little plug for Geekade, but I thought I'd just stop at the top of the show since... I wanted to let people know we did launch a new podcast. Um, for those of you who've listened to Weekend Rental for a long time, you might have remembered uh, the movie podcast we used to do in between full episodes. <clears throat> David Crane's Amazing Movie Time. Um, so Geekade reformatted their website. They've hosted us on there for years. Um, and they've got Patreon exclusive stuff. Um, we would never suggest... Uh, that any of our content is necessarily worth paying for uh, or that it's going to be always like pay to play. But what we want to do is give back to geek a little bit. So part of their tiers over there, because the reality is, is they're hosting everything. Um, they've helped us out. Everything has a cost. We all do it for fun, but all those things cost money. But if you are interested in getting an exclusive Patreon podcast, plus early access to like the dozen of other amazing podcasts over on Geekade. You can certainly take a look at Geekade's Patreon. We should have links in the show notes. Um, but at the $3 tier, you could have access to David Crane's Amazing Movie Time once again. We're doing it every month. There's an episode. I think first episode just dropped in January here. And we, of course, went right back to RRR. Talk to more detail. Next month will be Kung Pao. Yep. Uh, followed by Doctor Strange. And then the Need for Speed movie adaptation that for some reason got made in 2012 <laughs> and there'll be more to come from there. So again, <clears throat> we're not going to try and force money on anybody who doesn't want to give it to you. The show's free. It's always going to be that way. But if you want to help us out or really just help our pals out at Geekade, keep the lights on, please feel free to check that out. We'd really appreciate it. And those guys would too. So, and we will not talk about it every episode from here on out, minus the normal recorded plug. Which <laughs> yep. That's just obligatory. So there we go. Got that out of the way. I thought that was a damn good podcast too, by the way, listen, cause we recorded that like five months ago. Um, <laughs> so I'd completely forgotten what we talked about, but yeah, trying to listen to two men describe in detail the lunacy that is that movie. was, it was good. Even if you had loved that's, it, I couldn't remember it. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's a tall order. Yeah. It's a real tall order. You know what else is a tall order? Adapting hey, I, a video game to TV and movies and people actually liking it. Yeah. Turns out, though, if the game already is very cinematic with a very cinematic story. And then if you just literally recreate the opening 90 minutes of that movie frame by frame or that even people, game. Yeah, people end up liking that. <laughs> it doesn't piss off the gamers because <laughs> it's exactly what they watched. And people who had no idea and never played the game were like, that was pretty good. And I agree. It, it sure was. I don't know where it's going to go from here. So we're, we're, of course, talking about The Last of Us, which dropped on. Was it over the weekend or leading into the weekend? The first episode, Sunday, I think. Yep. Yeah. On HBO, HBO Max. It was long hour and 20. Yeah. But, so I, I think you have to do that on the first one anyway, because you have to have that first. Section you know, in the past with 
uh, <clears throat> her daughter or his daughter right. to kind of set up like, you know, how he got what he lost and the stakes. Right. And then, of course, you also have to tack on the actual, you know, setup of the characters that are going forward. So that's a lot of time that you got to set up in one episode. Well, and the, and the reality is, is like the story arc of that game really begins once they leave the city, which is sort of where the first episode leaves off. And, and like you said, it's perfect to do that because what they did was they cut out, you know, two hours of gameplay that were teaching you how to play the game and the backstory, you know, <laughs> st- like, yeah, they, the pacing was exactly right. I think it was detailed enough, um, but not, not bogged down. Um. I don't, my biggest gripe with it is, is like, ultimately the last of us is just another zombie genre thing. And like, I just, but but it's mushrooms, it's totally different, but it's mushrooms. Yeah. The fungi make it different. And from someone who just was exasperated at the ending of another massive, like zombie (laughs) franchise, like I'm not necessarily in the headspace for another one of these i don't know i also think it's weird that they cast i forget the actual actor's name but like mandalorian is so hot right now and then for him to like just jump over to this like i still can only see him as the mandalorian yeah even though he wears a helmet 99.9 percent of the time in that show even the way he talks it sounds kind of the same right yeah yeah he he does fit that character very well like look Mm -hmm. physique like it was well cast, but it's just kind of jarring at this point. But I think they've yeah. been working on that probably about as long as Mando's been in the work. So, oh yeah, probably. I mean, nobody probably knew what was going to take off or if either <laughs> of them would, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting because like a, the zombie stuff is almost just like the background, like that's the gameplay, right? You know that there's not that's like the background of the story, the setting. Not so much like here are the story beats. I'm sure there'll be some of it in there. You almost yeah. have to, but, but then it'll be it interesting kind of to like, see how much of it, but then I feel like, and to be honest, I've never fully completed the last of us. I just kind of like, I didn't like the gameplay that much. And I got sick of like the jump scares and yeah, I say something like a wuss. I probably got like 10 hours in that game. Right. So it's like, to me, the story beats have become interesting. And what you pick up on is like, the humanity around the disaster, but I also feel like that's what 70% of the walking dead was too. And again, like I'm per like this, this I'm the worst person to be giving an opinion on this. Cause I'm very jaded, but I worry that it's going to b- bore me, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there is, I think I feel like there is a lot of crossover there. Yeah. And, uh, you have to wonder how much of the last of us was actually inspired by the walking dead in the first place right a good portion yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and i'm curious too like how obviously at some point it runs its course there's only so much material between the two installments <laughs> well maybe so, that's why pedro pasquale signed up he's like oh i only have to do one season great <laughs> uh, you know that if they if this is a big thing like i bet that first game could be drawn out into like what three seasons probably realistically they could yeah. they could fill it yeah i can't imagine that they, if it t- takes off that they they're just going to go right where 
part two goes because well and then they've got the whole like time because there's like a time gap right between one and two so like they can mm-hmm. really fill in like filler seasons with like run off true. the rails here yeah there's a there's actually a lot of stuff that happen that you know could happen in between there so yeah that's a that's a good point yeah i'm just i mean i was pleased with watching it like that it was done well but i guess it was from the same people who did uh what was the other one the creators of something else that i really liked uh chernobyl there you go chernobyl yes that was a really good series too it was a really good series very well shot completely different style of show but yeah not so much comedy in that one (laughs) yeah this one has some decent stuff in it yeah yeah i think you know that show was good was like just the tension to detail and like building characters out of a drama which is pretty much what last of us is anyway so Mm -hmm. yeah i had to warn my wife right ahead though like when that opening shot was like happening she's like oh that's his daughter i was like don't get attached (laughs) yeah don't get attached She lasted longer in the show than she did in the video game, though. That's true. Yeah. Got Even to see her whole day there. Old lady bait, but, you know. Yeah, that was that was creepy. I mean, it's not the best. Yeah, I'm curious to see where it's going to go. Is it, Have you heard anything on, like, how many episodes of The Last of Us they shot? Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine it's too many, right? No, it seems like with those made for max series it's like you get like eight or nine episodes and if you yeah. already started off with a 120 minute one yeah yeah i'm i'm excited to see where it goes but yeah i'll keep watching it i mean i think i probably it'll probably be good for me where i stopped because maybe when it starts going off the rails like i won't have been invested in the game that far so i won't be offended when they make choices that you know <laughs> Because at some point yeah. somebody's gonna turn on this thing, right? Either the critics or the or the gamers. Like you can't make everybody happy. Probably, yeah. Look at the Witcher. Like it only it only works <laughs> so far. Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah. So uh I uh picked up something from Walmart on a cheap deal. Oh no, COVID? After, after, no. <laughs> Those are free. That's <laughs> yes. Sorry. Um they had a deal where these at games legends mini these are all confusing because it's not the ultimate legends mini, mini. which is the car the, the whole cabinet. Which is what I thought the, you were talking about at first. Yeah. This is just the uh lap joystick thing. And not the not that one either. Um, they were forty six bucks normally, one hundred and twenty. I think that's the retail price. And I, you can't say no to that, especially after how you talked about how the pinball stuff was so good. Yeah, like the interface is shockingly good. Yeah, what people used to think of at games. Yeah, and it, like the controller is very well built too. Like the yeah. the buttons and everything. Better quality than you get with uh, the arcade one-ups, for sure. Oh, yeah. And you can, I mean, there's like a USB, there's Bluetooth. There's even like the weird actual like standard 
like arcade out on this on this oh, thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Like I don't know what you would use that for if you could actually just hook it up to an actual machine somehow. But that would be would be wild. Um, and did it come with that bring your own game stuff like pre-installed that coin op yeah. X or whatever? Yeah. So you have to, you have to, you know, put that on a, uh, a thumb drive. Yeah. And, uh, so I haven't done that yet, but I'll, I'll get to that. Mainly. I've just been checking out what the games that are on there, which Cause there was a hundred, I think around there. Yeah. It's okay. pretty hit or miss. Like some of the stuff is like, what? Okay. Whatever. Um, but overall I'm, I'm really happy about it. And I, uh, picked up two because I mean, for a hundred bucks, right. It's a pretty good deal. Um, so we've been playing a lot of two player stuff. And did it sync up pretty easily? No real issues. Yep. The only thing that I know there's gotta be a way to do this, but I can't quite figure out how is since you, they're only a single thing. Both of them only have a player one button on it. Okay. So a lot of the arcade games that would have separate one player, two player buttons. That has trouble syncing up. Okay. Because it's trying to like, fight over the same button, I suppose. Right. I can't, I can't figure out how you would make it to say I'm pressing the two player button instead of the one player button. Sure. Um, any other game where, you know, you start a game and then it just somebody else, it's like, you know, press start to hop in, you know, all that stuff works just fine. Sure. But yeah, overall, I'm pretty impressed. Nice. I almost bought one, but I was going to wait and see what your feedback was before I pulled the trigger. Cause I think they're know. still there. 46 bucks. <clears throat> I might have to do it. I just got refunded for that pie packer Kickstarter that didn't meet like decided that they could not meet the hardware which one it's amazing that they realized it and had money left over yeah two after they said my card wasn't working anymore they like found a workaround to get it through my paypal so i was even more impressed so i just figured that was money gone but yeah yeah well that sounds cool because yeah like we were talking i know it would sync right up with my pinball table so it'd be nice i could even just put like a rubber mount on the backside of it and just set it on top of the cocktail, uh, you know, piece and just play yeah. some of the arcade games that are in there because I don't know if you've looked at that, like arcade net or like arcade X or whatever, but there's like X amount of free games that they rotate there through there a month to play, which some play SNK the stuff. Yeah. There's some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, this thing's weird too, because you can buy pinball buttons for this thing. Right. That they just like attach to the Clip side on of the it. Side, yeah, yeah. It's like really weird, but <laughs> I don't know if I would want to play that way because I don't know if that yeah. really makes that much of a difference. But I saw it too where they just launched a four-player version of this that also drops right into the arcade at Games Legends Ultimate cabinet. <clears throat> so not only does it work as a standalone like four-player family version, but you can just like fully hot swap it with the two player version Jeez. of that. So that one is significantly more money, like 300 bucks yeah. right now. I mean, not that it won't get cheap, but yeah. Yeah. I think those have trackballs and all that other shit on yes. them too. So, yep. Yeah. That's cool. I'm glad to hear you like it. And I mean, for 46 bucks, it's, you know, like you said, you're not taking too much of a gamble knowing that 
this thing already syncs with every other console out there. So worst right. case, you just buy yourself like a decent ish fight stick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great for that. I mean, you can hook it up to anything Bluetooth, basically. It's crazy. It's awesome. And then the puck itself is it just run off of like a USB-C. Uh, I believe so. You have to, I, then, it, you know, HDMI to it. And then, um, there's another USB port. That's where you can put the, uh, bring your own game stuff. Yeah. And then is the controller then tethered to power or is it rechargeable battery? It's rechargeable. Really? Okay. So you just plug it, plug that in. It was weird though. I think there's only one, uh, power plug for it. So, so you have to choose the, if you're charging your controller or playing. Yep, pretty much. Okay. Or you just use a different, you know, it's all USB anyway. But uh, right. yeah, that's, I mean, that's the other plus part is you buy two of them, you get two of the pucks. So I put, you know, one on one TV, one on the other. So I could just have my yeah. choice on which one to play mm-hmm. it on. So that's, that's sweet. That's a nice, uh, nice addition, I think. Yeah, I should almost get you that, like, I should get you a copy. I've got that whole meme build on my, well, you've got pies and stuff too, I suppose. But I got that uh, hacked up or modified uh, PlayStation Classic that's just got like a thousand meme ROMs on there. Be perfect. Yep. Because I think from what I've seen, people have said there's like very little modification you have to do on a lot of it. Like that CoinOp X or whatever just kind of really does a good job of making things run. Yeah, you just put an image of that on there and it goes, I think. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm going to have yeah. to check one out then. Maybe I'll go back in there and order one now. Mm-hmm. And who knew we were going to be Ad Games fanboys? 2023. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It is really weird. They were just I like mean, selling the Genesis 4 at Walgreens for the last 30 years, and all of a sudden, they're hot. hot. Yeah. Somebody in there just said, Hey, let's cater to, you know, the people that have ROMs. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. They're like, oh, just yeah. Plastic that smells like it's going to give everyone cancer for $30 yep. on clearance. Yep. That, yep. It is, it is crazy. I mean, like the sides are, the bumper on the sides are all metal, you know? Yeah. Just like a, a stick would be. It's, it's good quality. It's kind of shocking. Yeah. That was exactly my takeaway with that ultimate pinball too. Which I've been playing more of. I've cooled down on a little bit, but still playing it every couple of days. So, yep. Plus, I got my uh, staff pick out of this. So, oh, we'll talk about that later. Nice, nice. That is exciting. I saw your staff pick, and I was like, I don't know what that is, but <laughs> it's not a movie like I was thinking it was. <clears throat> well, I nope. have to. I think take us down some familiar territory again, or at least the <laughs> ongoing um, topic. Oh, which, so we're going to talk vampire survivors, but I just wanted to throw out a nugget here for Andy. I don't know if many people listen to this. They used to know that we were a three person podcast for like, I don't know, four years with this other guy. And he texted me out of the blue and was like, have you ever played vampire survivors? I was like, you don't, you don't listen to the podcast, do you? It's like, no, it's been a while. I'm like, at least six episodes, I'm guessing, because I don't know when we haven't talked about vampire survivors. It's like, yeah, played it. So thanks, Biff. Dropped us like yesterday's trash. Oh. Um, anyway. It's a lot of, 
I mean, think of all the vampire survivors you can play now, too. So, yes. Joke's on us. So, the reason I'm bringing this game, everyone's probably sick of vampire survivors. I know, whatever, I get it. I was listening to the Stone Age Gamer podcast because Chris had gotten turned on to that game, too. I'd been tweeting about it, and he was saying how he wanted to play it. And Anyway, and then uh, Dan, the Stone Age Gamer podcast, foolishly mentions that, hey, it's on mobile. And not only is it on mobile, but it's free. Which I knew oh, it was no. on mobile, but I assumed that it cost something. <laughs> like like so, the two dollars like the two dollars that cost was would be the gateway anyway, right? Right. For, well, because it's like well, I, have it, I have it on Game Pass. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. You know, I worst case I suppose I could cloud log in, but whatever. So basically you've taken like this already highly addictive game and you've put it in the palm of my hand, and if, like you get to a point with vampire survivors where like that just plays itself. Plus, they like did the genius deal of if you die and you want to respawn, all you have to do is watch an ad. You don't have to like get the power up, which you can also get in stack, by the way. So, of course, if you die, you're watching the ad. Like, absolutely, you're doing this. And then at the end of every level, if you want to get more gold, all you have to do is watch another ad. <laughs> so this game's got me watching ads constantly. My phone is... N- it never has enough battery. I'm always at like 20% now. And I'm like super hooked again, more so than I was when I was getting into it on console because it's just always there. Like I'm going to take a shit, play some vampire survivors. I got to do some emails. Great. Let me get to like, let me knock the first seven minutes out of the way on this thing. And I'm just going to set my guy in the middle of the screen. I'll come back later. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a problem. I've played so much Vampire Survivors since the last time we <laughs> talked, like way, way, way more than I thought I was ever going to need to. I'm charging my phone four times a day. Oh, wow. <clears throat> it works That's, really good on mobile, too. That I, is I so say. devious. The, the whole ad stuff. That's yeah. Of course, you're going to do that. Like, yeah, there's never been a game where you're not going to do that. Yeah. And they knew 100 percent they didn't have to charge anything for it because like. It is the perfect game to willingly have participants watch ads. Yep. <sighs> They're wow. geniuses. That's, I guarantee you mobile is going to make them more money than any other platform. Probably. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're only making, what, three bucks on the other ones anyway. But yeah, I guess. Well, and who game knows pass what anyway. they got from Game Pass. But yeah. Yeah, I really hooked on that game. I just, uh, I, I still got some more stuff to unlock. I obviously have played a few characters. I've kind of liked too, like the hidden depth in some of the later levels where you can like go through mirrors and teleport, or like find characters. Yeah. Um, I also like some of the later levels that have like structure in them. Cause then you just like, they're perfect choke points. Like, Oh, of course I'm going to wedge myself between these two buildings. And like, <laughs> oh, I'm only fighting from two sides. Like, yeah, why wouldn't I do that? Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's so good. So good. I, I found the problem with it. What? I, um, I'm too good at it. I mean, yeah. I mean, once you get to a certain <laughs> point, there's not much you can do to fuck up. Right. So there's a couple, there's a, I've been, I wanted to get all of the uh, achievements for it. Like all the, Oh, you went hardcore. Okay. All the different little uh, collection stuff. Cause they unlock stuff every time you get one of those. Right. Right. And uh, there's, each each of the levels, there's an achievement for lasting 31 minutes. Right. In it. And I did two of them. Now I'm trying to do the two. I think I think I have two more. And I've tried it probably five, six times now. 
and I end up killing death before 31 minutes. <laughs> Does that end the game when you kill death? Yeah. Okay, because <clears throat> I have made it to almost 32 minutes, but I cannot get anywhere near killing death. Okay. I think the secret to not killing death is hardcore leveling up that like freeze thing and then running away from him. Cause if yeah, you have that freeze thing locked to like level 10, he's stuck <clears throat> for like what? Three seconds. Then you can run away. And then hopefully you're not running with like the pentagram or anything. And yep. There's a, uh, so do you have the gold rings or the uh, gold and silver rings? Don't think so. Well, does it give you more projectiles? No, I don't, think I, I don't think I have that yet. Okay, and then there's like a meticulous left and right or something. I forget what it is. Okay. Anyway, once you're gonna have to look up how do you get those things because that's really where you really uh, start beating. I mean, you can kill death almost immediately. Okay, it seems like because what it that does is it lets you evolve the clock lancet and the laurel okay and the laurel is the the, buff over you right so you don't take damage yeah basically if you evolve that like you can never almost never get hit okay and then the other thing is like it freezes them and it also does this like wave that cuts everybody's hp in half every time it does it okay so like if you're doing like death it's just you can't even it's like me in real life. Can't last a minute. Yeah, I I was pretty impressed with my one run against death. Um, but obviously, yeah, I've got way more stuff to unlock. But like even without all that stuff, like I'm so overpowered because like I run I run garlic. I'm garlic, holy Bible. You gotta get the freezing lance, cause like if you need to get out in a pinch at end game, like that and that's not even that necessary. But like right now I basically like max out garlic, I max out the Bible. I evolve the daggers into like whatever wall of death that is. And then I'll max out. What I prefer to do is max out the birds. Like if you get the black bird and the white bird, and then it becomes like rainbow bird, like nothing oh, touches really? you. Oh my God. It's like, I've done that a few times, but oh, it's so good. I just hate having the two birds, like the rainbow birds. Good. Yeah. But I having like, the two I, birds I around like before. It, oh. You know, I like it because I wa- I feel like I'm playing Ikaruga, but from the, the bad guy, like I'm playing it in reverse, you know, it's like the black and the white gives me the Ikaruga vibes. Yeah. <clears throat> but usually like between the knives, the Bible, well, the evolved knives and then the evolved fire projectile, like by the time I'm like level 45, I basically set the phone down because yeah. it just, it just goes at that point, which is such a good feeling. And just having the sound of like just constant mutilation. <laughs> so yeah, I, I gotta, I mean, I've got some work to do yet. I, I uncovered that like level where you like warp up from one of the mini challenge ones and you like have to run that gauntlet to whatever end of the screen. And I haven't been able to beat that yet. Okay. That's um, right where you uh, start unlocking that shit. Okay. Yeah. So I've got, that I haven't beat, so I got two more things that are locked as far as stages, but I've beaten all the other challenges. Some of them are dumb, like, there's that one that was just like, survive 30 minutes, it'll be any enemy from any, it was still a cakewalk. I mean, yep. I don't know. I think the hardest part is just like, engaging hyper mode and then not walking, because my, my instinct is like, I just want to run across the screen and grab everything. 
But when I'm in hyper mode, I have to like chill so I don't accidentally get myself hurt when I didn't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, Does the phone one have the new content? Um, maybe. I don't know it's if like you a, can unlock it. It's like a snow map. Not that I've you seen walk- yet. Okay. That's paid DLC though, right? Yep. Yeah, I haven't seen a way to purchase anything yet. But <clears throat> yeah, I I probably played a good two and a half hours of that work today. Don't <laughs> tell anybody. But, I mean, by play, I mean it was running, and I was mostly not paying attention. But yep, I'm still going. I yeah, I'll probably have to get back into it I, and just maybe skip those because that that was where I got really burnt out. Where you spend a half hour, and then you don't accomplish the thing that you were trying to do. Just which sounds exactly you're too good. <laughs> which sounds exactly like we're what we're going to be dealing with come this weekend when Monster Hunter Rise drops. So, oh yeah. <laughs> if you exactly. want to talk about wasting hours on a mission, we're going to feel that sting again. <laughs> so can't wait. Uh, so yeah. yeah, don't forget to install. it. You can pre-install it now. Um, I think I did. Okay, yeah, I got to do that yet. But I'm pretty excited. The re- I read the updated review. That sounds like some nice visual enhancements for the good old xbox that sounds pretty good i uh i uh, made some visual enhancements of my own as well oh uh i have an old pc from 2013 probably 10 years old now Mm -hmm. and i've been um ripping all of my blu-rays to plex trying to Get all those packed up and get them out of, you know, get them out of here, basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, that's just way too slow on that thing. So and then I found out that you can get a, you can uh, encode it with a video card. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get a video card then. That's going to make it go faster. And then I looked at how much memory was in this thing. And it's like, oh, I can upgrade it to this. Okay, do that. And then I'm like, oh, all it has is this hard drive. It'd be nice to have an SSD in here. Mm-hmm. So about like $170 later, feels <laughs> like a damn, it's like a brand new PC. It's crazy. Nice. So you got everything running off SSD then? Like your operating yeah. system and all of it? Yep. It's like an SSD <laughs> with like 32 gigs of RAM and uh, 1060, I think. Nice. Which are really cheap now for some reason. Bitcoin must have crashed that whole market or something. I don't know. Weird. But so yeah, you can get those for like 80 bucks. A file. Oh man, it's crazy. Like that thing used to take probably eight minutes to boot up. <laughs> and now it's, you know, a minute if that. Yeah. I was going to say that was the one thing too when I bought this gaming PC that I'm recording on is like, first computer i ever had with an ssd but yeah it's like holy shit and then yeah i mean you get the same thing with the new video game consoles too but like you just don't expect that for the pc because we grew up in the age where you know getting off that windows screen took 10 minutes sometimes so yep it's crazy yeah and i can rip a blu-ray like nine times faster and it's so now are you going to like (sighs) permanently store your physical blu-rays or are you going to then sell them because you've got them all on plex i don't know blu-rays don't really i don't know Old value. i don't think anybody's buying any of that shit anymore right 
No, and Blu-ray never really took off the way it did. I mean, there's still like classics that never got a Blu-ray port, which is crazy. Yeah. Unless you have like weird rare stuff, you know, then of course you can sell that shit. But yeah, the common stuff, like if it's a movie that made it to the theater, it's pretty much not going to be worth anything. Yeah. Well, that's pretty sweet. So now you're back in full swing of like ripping stuff all day long. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm getting close to the end. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Even like a DVD you could do in like two minutes. It's, do you, how how do you do it? Do you have it set just to pull like the main file and not the extras or do you do the full disc? No, I just do the main file. Okay. Yeah. I used to be like um, really like back in the days and like that was like, you know, copy of movies was like worth doing. I was like really particular about like, no, I want the DVDs. I want the menus. I want the extras. <laughs> and then one day I was just like, why? I don't watch half of these because I'll never get to them. So then I started doing just the movie and it's like, yeah, man, you save yourself so much time and the file comes out so much better quality when, well, at least when I was trying to compress them to, you know, aftermarket discs. Yep. Yeah. I, the one weird part is like when you do audio tracks, they don't really label them very well, you know, really well. And so I think, uh, my wife was watching avatar. The other day commentary over it and it had, uh, it wasn't even commentary. It was like a guy describing everything that was happening on the screen too. Like, so like it must've been some like, yeah, it must, yeah, it must be some visually impaired thing. It's like, oh man, I wish they would just like label them. So you could be like, I don't want this one. I've had that happen though too. Like just straight copying a main file and it comes with the, Dubbed over version. That sucks. Yep. <clears throat> well, that's cool though. Plex is so convenient. It's nice. Yep. I don't, so I'm, I'm thinking that I might be trying to, uh, maybe download some of these PlayStation games that I have missed since they're coming on PC now. Like, um, horizon. Maybe. God of war. Yeah. Theoretically, I could play them on there. We'll see. Well, that's cool. Gives you some more options. I mean, plus you had all those like five cent Steam games. I'm sure they'll be really pushing your <laughs> hardware. <laughs> I uh, bought one called Milk Inside a Bag Inside a Bag Inside a Milk Bag or something like that. Nice. <laughs> Can't wait you, to try it. You collect, I'm assuming you collect the Epic games every week too, right? So. You got like lots uh, of stuff over there. Yeah, some of them. I did get uh definitely got the Death Stranding, so Yeah, I grabbed that I too. Should try that one. I should that I that actually now that you mentioned that I've been meaning to fire that up because that was like the big one during their Christmas thing, right? Like the fifteen yep. days or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> that'd be worth doing. Push my PC a little bit too, which would be nice because I don't usually play anything that's like higher higher end on it. So mm-hmm. well, that's cool. So who knew that you could upgrade a PC for that long back in the day, like 10 years, that would have been impossible. It probably helps that windows at like this point is like, so streamlined. Like there's not a lot of junk on windows 10. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's a pretty good OS as far as not taxing your systems. As long yep. as it would stop asking me to upgrade to 11. That's the only thing I don't <laughs> like about it. 
You don't want to. <clears throat> yep. Uh, what else have we been doing? So we uh, picked up Game Builder Garage. Okay. For the Switch. Yeah, which I uh, had too, but I haven't I've yet to crack the seal on it. Yeah, you should have your kid try it. So I, my kid has stated multiple times that when he grows up, he wants to be a video game maker. Sure. Which I keep saying, do you ever want to see your family? <laughs> How much do you Don't like do math? math. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is the game that you, you know, Nintendo fight Nintendo fied game development sort of. Yeah. It it's seemed like, like a their big answer planet, to, um, Labo, but without the cardboard. Yeah. Yeah, it's some of that. I think it's the same people, right? I'm guessing so, it's yeah. very much like the same interface, it looks like. Sure. Um, but he's been going through like the tutorials because the tutorials are like really deep where they basically show you how to make the whole game. And uh, things that they you can do in there are actually pretty impressive. It's n- not anywhere close to like what you could do in Dreams. Dreams is a whole other level sure. of that. But um, yeah, it's... Like he uh, made a escape room in one game, and without instruction, like you just figured out how to do it. So there's instruction on how to do it, but you can kind of customize it as you go too. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, and then you you he shows me like the screen, the programming screen is just crazy. Like I can't even follow what's going on, but he was able to do it. And man, it's been his favorite thing playing that game nice so then you get to try all out his creations and yep pretty good so far yeah yeah i'm uh interested to see once he gets to the tutorial games on you know like what he builds from scratch right but yeah i i for a kid who is into that type of thing i think this is a really good thing for that there's yeah. a lot of, you know, program early programming stuff that's in like the iOS space you see a lot. And like courses on like how to make your own Minecraft and Roblox shit, but I'd rather not have them get into that. <laughs> you make money in Roblox. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of cool to see Nintendo do it of all companies and like Nintendo fi it, you know, in the way that they look at game design. So, yeah, it's just like see like what that looks like compared to I'm sure it's night and day difference between like the amount of depth that you have in like the assets for dreams. But it's probably so so smartly designed that. Much more approachable than most people. Yeah. I mean, they give character arcs to. The 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 programming components. (laughs) So I'm the B button. I'm Bob the B button. Press me. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh my gosh. So speaking of dreams, is there like pre-built stuff in there that you can play from other people then too? Or no, is that not a thing? Ooh. I didn't look at that. I'm knowing Nintendo, I would say no, but. Seems weird though. I mean, they already know how popular Mario Maker is. Yeah. Like kind of just bolt those two things together and. Gotta watch out for digital penis games, though. I suppose. And mm-hmm. Things like Plus, that. Mario's Mario's already in in a 
Dreams. Why do you need to copy it? <laughs> There's so much Nintendo in Dreams. So much I wish I could forget. <laughs> I I should pop in there again and see what's going on in Dreams. Somebody was just mentioning something in Dreams, and like I was like, yeah, it's time to go back. Yep. It's always good for a laugh. I wonder what that, I bet that community now is just like so hardcore too. Just like a dozen or so like really active. Like I, I was amazed at how much the animation space had popped off like over the last year. Oh yeah. Way more people making that kind of stuff than games even. Yep. It was, it was cool. Yeah. I think it's more, I think that the whole framework of that is very much more lean toward artistic stuff more than anything. But, uh, course you can make you know mostly anything in that game if you want to mm-hmm. yeah well that's cool i'll have to maybe was just rearranging my switch games so you have to pull game builder garage out and mm-hmm. at least give my kid a few minutes with it and see what he thinks i actually picked up one i think you mentioned how you guys get hooked on it a while back but i put it i put in um cruising blast finally oh yeah like, yeah, that's, that's a really good sit down for an hour and drain the battery out of your Switch starter game. Yep. Like, it's just kind of like, uh, the only the only major complaint I have is that they always screw you on one course in like those series where it's like you have no idea that the track you're coming up on is like 53 seconds long. And you're <laughs> like, well, I was like rationing my turbos. Like I didn't expect <laughs> it to be here already. Yeah, so it's like okay. I guess I have to replay that one, jerks. Yep. Once you know, you're fine. But yeah, you end up. They they use a lot of the parts. You know, they mix up the parts of the courses a lot. Yeah. So you end up memorizing. Oh, this is the part of the. You know. Mm-hmm. But I think the best one is just that giant one where there's like huge yetis for some reason, like fighting each other in the background <laughs> for no yep. reason. But yeah, that that game pretty much captures what I thought cruising played like when i was a kid because i don't know mm-hmm. if you've gone back and like revisited like the 64 versions and stuff but those are pretty horrendous so this is... hey, well this new one doesn't have any women in bikinis so but it has that That's awful a... song cruising <laughs> i hate that lady she just doesn't stop singing it it's awful you... what yeah, are you it's... gonna do you, ha- you can't just stop it you want her to just start over I want to just take the lyrics out of that. It doesn't need it in the theme song. I get it. It's a cruising game. Yeah. Very good game though. Much, much yeah. better than like I thought it was going to be like, it, like once I started going through it, I was like, okay, I'm pretty hooked. And then, like I said, I got an old switch. So about an hour and a half later, it was out of battery. But In the same vein, up. in the same vein, we uh, popped in the hot wheels game. The le- latest hot wheels game on xbox sure that's actually not too bad you know you would think it would just be a horseshit licensed game but uh it's pretty cool do they use any like the like forza stuff or is it like completely separate it's completely separate so So it's it's not that engine at all or anything no it's it's straight up um it's straight up just like you're in a room, you know, a kid's hot room or track. something. And yeah. And there's just Hot Wheels tracks and they're all scaled to that size or whatever. Okay. Um, but yeah, it plays pretty good. Race is pretty good. The rubber banding's 
pretty good on it. Um, it's got loot boxes in it, which is not great, but yeah, I mean, that's you know, do right. Yeah, I for the most part, it's just like story stuff unlocks coins, and then you spend the coins on it. It's the same as like the unlockables that we used to have, it's just much more like random, like you could get a duplicate, yeah, uh, yeah, and then you sell it for more or whatever. They yes, do go do. wild, they do go wild with like the DLC in there. There's like six, seven packs of DLC that are all licensed. I'm I'm guessing they're like real, like here's the Batmobile, okay, and like here's the Bugs Bunny machine or whatever. Like they're probably real Hot Wheels that you know that you can get. But interesting. That one came yeah. out like what a year ago or so. I think so, something like that. Yeah. I think it was ten bucks or something like that. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. It's nice to find like a good simple pickup and play racing game like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Forza, the Forzas and the you know Gran Turismo's are all well and good, but some about just like a game that you can just turn on and shut your brain off and still have a good time. That's true. I uh, got another one like that. The same sale. I think we got them all from this GameStop sale where it was four for twenty or something like that. Okay. Or, or something like that. I don't remember. Anyway, Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy for Switch. All in the same combo cartridge. cart. It's a combo cart. Yeah. Okay. And uh I feel ripped off. About Wheel of Fortune. There's not even a Pat Sajak in there. What? Or a Vanna White. What what are we what is the they point? future proofed it then? How how was there a separate licensing deal? How do you license Wheel of Fortune and Pat Sajak doesn't come with it? Does seem wrong. Even the NES got a Vanna White edition. Yeah. Like, do you just, like, ask them, hey, can you knock a, fu- a few bucks off if we can just, you know, use this Unity Store woman as the letter turner? probably figure that those guys are so ancient at this point that there's just no point in even putting them on. Because, <laughs> like, who's to say they're not going to just die before your next game gets published so that's true yeah then be a collector's item the last here's a better question does does wheel of fortune yeah does wheel of fortune continue once pat sajak dies you think uh yeah it has to i hope it's like a robot (laughs) that could be interesting I i remember the days where vanna actually had to do shit right yeah, she actually like, had she to go walk over there like and turn the colors and yeah. flip the things. Yeah. Instead of even just pretending to walk up to something to touch a screen. Well, then, for, yeah, then for a while she had to touch a physical button. But yeah, now she's clearly just gesturing at something and somebody else yep. backstage is like pink. Yep. It used to be like after the letters, there was a time where they were all CRT screens, separate CRTs. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine how much that thing weighs? If they were all separate little screens. Like that show has gotten like so far off track. Like, cause remember when we were kids too, it was like the whole like mini QVC shop thing. Like you got your cash at the end and you get to go to like the store and like buy stuff. Like Mm -hmm. it's so not exciting. I mean, they've really taken like, I like the good old trashy, you know, like let's make a deal type shows. Like Bill of Fortune was like kind of right on the cusp of that for a while. And now it's just kind of, I don't know. 
which I guess that's coming back. Let's make a deal. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. What about Jeopardy? How was that? Yeah. No, Alex Trebek, of course. Yeah. <laughs> there was sense. actually, there's no, no, uh, host. I suppose they didn't know at that point when they made this, maybe I don't right. know, but it's, As those that, games have to just like pretty much publish themselves, right? Like you put in a couple new puzzles every few years and like port it to some new platform and here we go. Let's yeah. make a billion dollars. Here's the bullshit though, that it's multiple choice. So really? if you ring in, you have a one in three shot of getting the right answer. Huh. And a lot of these, you know, a lot of Jeopardy is like off the top of your head, you wouldn't know it. But if you ring it in and you see the three options, then you're like, oh, yeah, I would. That's the one, you know. So half the time you're just like ringing in as fast as you can. And being like, OK, I can just you know, read these three and probably make an educated guess on it. And then there's times where it's like the first two people ring in and they got it wrong. And then you're still allowed to ring in and be like, I think it's this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It takes a little strategy out of it or intelligence out of it, I guess. Yep. So the thing I couldn't believe, though, with this thing. You would think a program, you know, would recognize when a game starts. There's probably. I have no save file. This is my first game playing this game, you know, Wheel of Fortune. My first four spins were all bankrupt. And uh, I had another bankrupt later on in that same game. <laughs> At some point, you're like, who would, could you the imagine buying right that game? That. Like yeah. buying that game for $50, coming back and be like, ooh, bankrupt. Sorry, you lose. Ooh, bankrupt. And it's like, you're a computer program. You can decide to not do that to me, but you've chosen chosen violence you're gonna pile it on yeah that's bullshit (laughs) yeah that's not an enjoyable first impression no that was terrible you gotta learn the fortnite hook you gotta let people win enough and they'll come back for punishment yep exactly but i saw an interesting thing and i'm only thinking that because like when i think jeopardy and wheel of fortune i just think old people but i caught an article where uh, somebody online had posted pictures of they found their grandmother's video game collection and it consisted of like 16 game boy advances and like 36 copies of um wario land four and like another dozen copies of mario pinball and the best they can figure is just that the grandmother didn't understand how to delete save files (laughs) so that eventually when they wanted to replay from the beginning they just bought another game a new one Oh yeah, and like, man. And they really liked Wario Land 4 and Mario Pinball, I guess, is, is what they're thinking. So well, or she's she's uh she was investing. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was an interesting choice with Wario Land. <laughs> kind of funny. That's though. pretty that's funny. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, what else we got for topics? We are we on to staff picks? I think so. Uh, I'll go first because I've had less topics this time. But um, since we're talking about HBO Max, I started watching that Doom Patrol 
um, mm-hmm. which I watched a few <laughs> episodes of that and I was like, this is just Umbrella Academy meets uh, Supernatural. And then they brought in Crowley and I was like, this is exactly <laughs> Umbrella Academy meets Supernatural. And uh, I don't like it as much of, as either of those shows, but it's pretty damn entertaining. Like, it's got a big budget for a show that I really don't hear anybody talking about. I don't know if this thing's that popular or not, or it was. I know I'm a few years late, but. I. I, we watched the first two seasons, I think. We haven't caught up on the third one. I think they're making another one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of surprising because, yeah, it's doesn't seem like it would be that popular in the first place. Like, how would you explain this? Right. To somebody. But. If you give it a chance, it's definitely a good show. Yeah, it gets a little wild. I think the its biggest weakness is just the story is so bonkers. And then um, also <laughs> the worst actor is Cyborg, and Cyborg has a lot of screen time. Um, yeah, I like how we watched like eight episodes, too. My wife's like, he kind of looks like the guy from Teen Titans. I mean, and I'm like, yeah, you mean Cyborg from Teen Titans? <laughs> it's the same character. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah i don't like him it is weird though that like two of the characters don't even really have a face and can't really do any gestures you know yeah yet they still have like better character arcs than yeah cyborg i think that um i'm not even gonna remember her name but the one with the 36 personalities like from she was in orange of the new black too like her character is just so good that it kind of steals the whole show. Mm-hmm. And so you and you can virtually she's perfect because you can write any episode you want because she can fit it. You know what I mean? There's I've seen like what five five of her superhero abilities out of like the thirty six so far. There's so many more. Yeah. So for anyone who hasn't seen Doom Patrol, it's basically DC's like. Justice League, but of just like misfits, I guess that I don't know. They're all raised or reared by like a mad scientist, and then yeah, they're not even really superheroes; they're just mostly bumbling idiots with superpowers who yeah, they just live in a mansion for some reason. Yeah, and they don't even know if they're doing good or bad. They're just like trying, like because once you learn that their father figure is basically like, I don't know if he's good anymore either, but you know. <laughs> So they're just doing stuff that affects a lot of people and it's pretty entertaining. The only, the only thing I don't get, and I know they kind of explain it. Cause like the guy's a mad scientist or whatever is like, I just don't understand why none of them age at all. Like that, that's the one weird part to me. Like, I guess it kind of, you can shoehorn it into the story, but they don't really talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, true. Everybody's I mean, like, everybody's like 80 <laughs> for the most part, except cyborg cyborg. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. The other one. So. Yeah. I guess the one lady is basically she's kind of not really human, though. Right. She's mush or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, but she was human. She was like, what do you figure? 30 or 25 when she became a mutant. And that was like back in the 50s. Yeah. Yeah, So she's like an 80 year old lady. The fighter pilot guy is the same age. Brendan Fraser's character is probably. What he'd be like fifty ish. He's, a He's robot. just a robot. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's weird. 
the directions that that show goes is just they just don't give a shit about anything like no. there's even like even some of the storylines they're just like no we're done with this and they just throw it in the garbage yeah. in the most like satisfying way sometimes well i like how they like chose like to just completely go off the rails with like the second episode too and it's just like or the first episode where the like donkey just farts out a message on screen. <laughs> They're like, how many people didn't come back after that? <laughs> Probably uh, a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't they go inside of the donkey or something? Yeah, like the donkey that? like yeah. vomits people out and you're like, all right. Weird. <laughs> yeah. It's a I mean it's a cool show. Like I said, I don't <clears throat> I know what it's kind of trying to ape on. And I, like I said, I don't like it better than any of those other things, but I think it's it's a good popcorn movie style like because it feels more like a movie at times than a tv show but it, like it's it's a good filler show yeah like, i'll probably forget about it after we get through it but it was way better than it was way wilder than i was expecting and a hell of a lot better too so i like it yep. i just like that there's no expectation because like you're in the universe but for the most part there's no ties to like any real characters so I mean, yeah, well, that's being the most notable one, right? Right, that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> you'd be doing a disservice saying that this is like a superhero related anything because it really isn't. It could, right. These guys could be anything, and it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's more like psychopaths with some special powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my pick. How about uh, what's your staff pick? My pick is uh, a game that was on the at games mini stick thing that I got. That's a Data East game called Boogie Wings. Okay. And I don't know if we've played this before or if I've played this somewhere. It seems familiar. At the same time, it's one of those things that, you know, like something like GameSack gets so in-depth on some things that you just feel like you know Is the game. Is it your head, right? Right. But uh, this is a, a side-scrolling shooter where you are a stunt plane pilot who has a chain with a hook on the bottom yes and uh you're basically carrying around a bomb at first and you can twirl the bomb around using physics just going in a circle to think this bomb on a chain keeps whipping around and then you can drop the bomb um it's wild there's so much stuff happening on the screen at all times so many graphics. I I understand why it never got like a home release because I think it would probably be impossible. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces of this. I don't know that I've actually played it either, but I think you're right. I think this might have been something I watched a <clears throat> YouTube video on or something at some point. But I do recall like the whole swinging aspect and it's pretty wild for a shooter. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, the levels themselves are wild themselves there's a coney island one where a ferris wheel just goes off the rails and it just terrorizes everybody there's a detroit level where you're basically flying through all these car factories shooting everything uh there's a christmas level there's a museum level where you're just destroying everything in the museum (laughs) but my favorite is the transporter level and it starts out like a lot of shooters where it's a gigantic airship and you end up going all the way around it 
um, shooting different things off of it. You know, just a giant ship. Mm -hmm. You go all the way around it, and then you finally uh, blast a hole in one of the sides. You could, the, your character jumps out of the plane, and you are running around on the inside of this ship. Really, and it's all compartmentalized <coughs> like a giant. It looks it's like almost like a Castlevania map in in there. And uh, you get to a point where you meet the uh, main bad guy, and he leaves the pilot or he leaves the cockpit. And you chase after him, and uh, the plane starts going down. And you're stuck in this one room with all this cargo, and the cargo starts lifting off. So it's all basically just like zero gravity cargo just everywhere, and people are trying to shoot you. You're shooting these boxes open, and there's like elephants inside, and you get on the <laughs> elephant, and you're just charging at these guys. And uh, there's a tank in there. You start shooting guys. Uh, that's. It should say that's one of the main mechanics of this game is if you get shot twice, then you lose your ship. Yeah. Then you, you become a little guy on the ground running around. And there's like probably 25 different things that they just put on the ground in uh, like metal slug style where it's like, get in this thing. And some of them are like a tank and some of them are just like dumb. Like here's a weird horse and here's a, <laughs> an elephant and here's just really crazy stuff it's uh it's it's nuts it's it's as if growl one of our favorites Classic. which is also on it's also on that uh at games mini nice um it's as if growl was a shooter and huh. that's like the perfect game for me oh, i'm gonna have to play this now it sounds too good not to and yeah data east of all companies yeah i mm. i can't get over how much stuff that they had going on on this. This is one of the most detailed and wild shooters I've seen. And this never got a port to anything as far as you can tell? No, nope, I don't think ah. so. Austin Arcade. Okay. I want to check that out on Boogie Wings, you said. Yep. Okay. I don't know if that's on. that was on the arcade net or if that was just on the included games. I'm guessing probably the included games, but... Yeah. Because Data East sounds like the type of games that would be on that. Right. They're the cheapest of license. Yep. Cool. I'm going to have to check that one out. Good good pick. I mean, screenshots look bonkers. I can't imagine seeing it running, so. Yep. you enjoy our content, head on over to Geekade, where you're going to find podcasts on video games, music, comics, movies, and so much more. And uh, Patreon exclusives like early access to episodes, recording schedules, all available at geekade.com. What's your geek? We should dive into the weekend rental. Do we have to? <clears throat> we don't, but we do. <laughs> so weekend rental segment of the show for anyone who is not familiar. Pick a game for a given system. 
we'll uh, give it a playthrough and um, determine whether we would buy, rent, or burn said game at the end of it. Um, kind of really going on on a limb this time on everyone knows my favorite console, the Nintendo 64. Yep, that's right. Uh, hell did freeze over, and we are playing Nintendo 64. And the game we picked was Yoshi's Story. And how could, uh, you burn a, how could you possibly burn a game that cute, right? I think that's why we picked this game. Is it was like a game that we couldn't we couldn't possibly be negative about. It's a and, Yoshi game, and then you play it, and then you play it. So the, first of all. <laughs> I am not a big fan of Yoshi's Island and this game seems to pick up right on that, like art style and everybody loved Yoshi's Island. Well, I didn't. And then they hype everything up to like the super annoying factor by about 50. Uh, And then you're, you're basically playing this bizarre 2d platforming game on the N64 with no real other games that look like this. I mean, I guess you could argue maybe paper Mario, but not even, that's not even accurate. Yeah. So you get these, like you get this mashup of visuals that just look like they don't belong on the console. And then you get like weird elements of like pseudo 3d stuff thrown in that clearly leverage the 64 is like polygon abilities. Maybe I, so like what we're looking at right behind me, Right. Is that pre-rendered or is that, I can't, I can't I tell if that's, that's like the Donkey Kong country shit. But I was thinking like that mate, the big dragon that you fly on, like that one level, like his yeah. head is like crazy. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. I just, it, this game is offensive to all my senses. Like it, it just looks like vomit. <clears throat> the sound is grating. Um, and the controls are just awful. Like Yoshi is mm-hmm. floaty. All the Yoshi's games are floaty. This is maddeningly slippery and floaty and shitty. Just like <clears throat> jumps of speed randomly. It seems like it's, it seems like it's geared for really small kids. And then you get to like the second level and they make some really bad level choices mm-hmm. that like would frustrate five-year-olds. You're talking about the cloud one where you're yes. do all, all those snakes that you're riding. I almost Hulk smashed my switch. <laughs> yep. It wasn't worth it to me. No. This game, if you don't explore, are a competent gamer, you will get through in about an hour and 45 minutes. And it was not worth my hour and 45 minutes to do that. I hated... N- the vast majority of the time I spent with this thing. Yeah. It's like actively uh, was offended by it. There's some, some pretty bad stuff in here. Um, I'll. Hmm. How about the main, <laughs> the main collection piece and how that is like just bumbled in the worst UI choice ever. Oh, the, uh, how you beat the level. In fact, is collecting i don't even know how many fruits it is too fucking many 30 maybe something like that right something like 30 fruits you have to collect 30 fruits no matter what no matter where you are no matter what you did in the level as long as you got the 30 fruits you beat the level and uh, jarring yeah i thought the game broke i was like why did it just end the level (laughs) yeah there's like ones where you're there's like here's a check you know a check 
mark or checkpoint and all this, you can completely miss all that shit. Mm-hmm. If you just get the 30, 30 uh, things. And uh, probably the worst thing about this game um, to me, I think, is they could just have, you know, 30 fruits counter right up on top. Say or countdown. Hey, you need 30 fruits. This is how many you need left. Just one counter number at the top. Instead, they make a frame outside the perimeter of the whole screen of all these little dots, 30 dots that you need to fill in with the fruit. And by the time you're getting toward the end of the level, half your shit in the screen is just, it's just sprites of random fruit that you picked up. Serves no purpose at all. Other than to impair your vision and lead to (laughs) unnecessary like deaths and missing of actual fruit you need to collect because it was obscured behind things that you collected like five minutes back in the level. Yep. Yeah, a counter. What a novel idea or a percentage thing. Yeah. Even if they had to put it in a pause menu, even if you knew you had to get so many and the only way you could see it was to pause, that yep. still would have been a less baffling design choice than what they went with here. It's shockingly bad. For it's, Nintendo, I'm, too. It's no crying baby Mario, but well, okay, that's true. Yeah. I guess they made one improvement. <sighs> um but yeah, the art style on top of that, it's like so crazy because every level that you do it's so different mm-hmm. um and it's a lot of the pseudo 3d stuff which doesn't look great yoshi doesn't look good he is definitely no. just a straight up donkey kong country sprite and uh the egg system is not great um but yeah overall the controls are just the worst and the snake part should we talk about that that's definitely the hardest thing in this whole game i don't want to there's these dumb there's these dumb snakes that you jump on their back sky snakes yep and every time you jump it changes direction by 90 degrees and you would think oh that's not too bad Except you need to jump to get higher up because it's a scrolling snake. So when you jump, then it changes directions again. And all of a sudden, some of the some of these times you're like stuck in the corner and there is no way to correct it. Yeah. And you're confined to a 16 by nine. Well, not quite even, I guess, because it was a CRT. So almost like an expanded four by three ratio and it's gotta be six to seven screen links up that you have to menu which if yoshi didn't control like a dog's ass this would be no problem but you cannot reliably climb and jump that much vertically with these pivoting snake things when anything yoshi touches he basically like slides off like it's made up here fucking ice yep i cannot tell you how many times i fell back down on this yeah and was a snake there right where you could get back on no no there's no snake there so you got to go farther down before it ever responds i so what i got what i started doing because i got i'd get so pissed was i would just cheese it and i'd go back to that first snake 
and you can get to a point where you can cheese him and go up vertically across the level and skip two other ones. It doesn't oh, make it okay. any more fun. It's still 100% bullshit, but it cuts out like at least the first leg of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was an awful design. And then, you know, toward the end of it, then they're like, oh, yeah, you need to grab these fruits while you're at it. Too. Right. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've never been more upset. I think the fact that that's the third stage of six stages. Can I just point that out? Six stages to beat. Th- I think there are actual other levels within some of the areas. But if no, you're good, I think those are the checkpoints. The, oh, those are the checkpoints? I think so. Holy shit. So there's even less here than I was giving it credit for. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. Like when they, so. Yeah. So stupid. This is like the third. Like I said, this is the third stage. So how many kids just gave up at that? Yeah, I would have. It's not yep. fun. It's no. not good level design. It, in fact, it points out most of what's wrong with the game. And it doesn't look good. Like the snake worm things look weird. They're like pseudo 3D on top of like yeah. weird backgrounds. And then does it throw you? Is it, is it right into the water level from there? It, I think it's the jungle, which that one, I, that's fine. I was okay with the jungle. That one was kind of fun. That's a little but more of an water. explorer. The water one sucked. Yeah. Cause they've got like, they've got those chasing enemies. Like the, they can go anywhere. In like super constrained, like dead end areas of the game that you have to go to get the fruit if you want to get the hell out of there. It's just maddening. And nobody likes water underwater world stuff anyway. Like they just made it super fucking annoying. And what do you get? You get two boss battles out of this whole thing. You get one uh, guy who says he's too big and fluffy to be licked. And then you lick him down to nothing. The secret is you lick him up. So, and then you fight Bowser Jr., who looks again really weird with the art style. And then it's probably one of the easiest boss battles. It's like three hits and it's over. I didn't make it. You didn't beat it? This, this is one of the few games so far that I have not <laughs> went all the way through. I'll I, tell you why. This is my the biggest problem I have with this game is. This whole game is all about you need 30 fruits. Explore the level until you find 30 fruits. And it is does a very shitty job of communicating. This pit is going to kill you. Yes. And this pit has fruit down here. Right. And when you die, there goes one of your Yoshis. You have like seven Yoshis and then it's game over. Right. I died every... I wasted all my Yoshis thinking that, oh, there's going to be something down there. There's right. got to be something down there. Yeah. Nope, you're dead. I, just, I got over. to a point Start where I over. just, like, after the first couple, I was like, every hole will kill me. This is how <laughs> I avoid having to restart this game. I got to that point, too, but then the fi- then the water one. Yeah, that's bullshit. Where then the, then the water is like, oh, this looks like a hole, but there's fruit down there. You got to swim down in every crevice to... So I got right back into that mode again, and then the next level, or I think the, the I got to the last level and then ended up dying. Yeah, the last level is the worst for that. I think I jumped on like four holes in the last level, which is like gone, gone, gone. It's like, <laughs> fuck you, game. 
Yeah. The whole thing is like this happy story about how the Yoshis traversed and survived and overcame. It's like, yeah, what about RIP for like the seven of you I offed on the way here? Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> we saved like the tree, but there's only two of us left. The dark blue one. Yay. <laughs> yeah. And uh the uh the noises, the music on here, they they I'm oh. I'm okay with most of Yoshi music. No, some of it's is... grating. I like some of it, but what they do is if you get lower on your health, they slow down the music. So it sounds just absolutely terrible. And then the songs with the cutscenes. It's like if Where... you took the Loco Roco soundtrack, but made it infinitely more annoying and infinitely <laughs> shittier. Like, Local local soundtracks make no sense, and I love them, and I hum along to them. These just sound like fucking. It's like grating your ears with a cheese grater. <laughs> <Yep>. It's awful, <laughs> and you can't skip it. It scrolls at its own speed. No, you have to imagine the people. Like, I don't. I can't even picture doing that on a job and being like, "This is the this is the noise I'm going to even make," and then put it into a video game. Could you imagine it's- when this released? Forking over probably, I presume, $50 at a minimum for this. Yeah, at least. This is like a downloadable demo Mm -hmm. of a game concept. Like, this is Nintendo WiiWare on a good day. Like, the fact that this got put on a cartridge is mind-boggling. Yeah. I mean, two-hour game. Yeah, there's some elements there. Like, you see, like, the stitch work, the storytelling. Like, you see where Wooly World and the new stuff, like, where, where the where the foundation is, but this is not even like, this is a proof of concept and not even a good one. Like I think had there been like, I think had the 64 bed any more prominent, like, I don't think this would have made the cut. Like this wouldn't have gotten pushed out. There just wasn't much coming out on the 64 at the time that this game came out. I just, I don't know why Nintendo published it. It's just so half-assed. Yep. It's wild. What is the next Yoshi one after this? Is it Woolly World? Might be. Let's look. I think they made a 3DS one. I don't remember if that was first or not. Oh, there was. That was like a pseudo sequel. Direct. That was the direct. Like It was a direct sequel to Yoshi's Island, right? It was mm-hmm. all original. Yoshi games. Oh yeah, there's Yoshi's Island DS. Right, which was like a new one, right? Yeah. But yeah, a console one, I think it was Woolly World. And Crafted World just came out. I, I like Google. I type in Yoshi games and the first thing it comes up with is perky little things. Like, no, that's <laughs> not it's uh, not it. Yeah, it had to be <clears throat> had to be Yoshi's Island DS is the next like main, not like reboot report. It says there was a Yoshi on Wii U, but that's not true or it didn't come out. Wooly World oh, Wooly World was on Wii U? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So they buried that thing for a long time after this is yeah. basically what we're saying. Cause it didn't even touch on the Wii, which the Wii was their powerhouse. So, yeah, 
what I guess it would have come out during that era on the 3DS. And there was probably some probably some lesser known stuff that wasn't main story on the 2DS, I'm guessing. Game Boy mm. Advance had the tilt and tumble. Yeah. This is an awful game on an awful system. And you you would I I hoped. It's not a 3D game. You, might you be thought you were going to convert me into liking the 64? Is that what you were? I, th- I thought that this, this was maybe going to be a decent game because it's not early 3D garbage. All right. Well, then buy, rent, or burn. Oh. Where, where are you putting this thing, oh. Andy? It's a burn. It's even, even if this was a perfect game, two hours on after Mario 64 comes out. <laughs> And this is a two-hour game. Like, f- fuck it. That's <laughs> that's unforgivable. Yeah, I'm going with burn. Also, I uh, I get the concept of a cutesy platformer. <clears throat> I've never been a big fan of the Yoshi's Island style. <clears throat> I have, however, however, learned to appreciate things like Crafted World and Woolly World for what they are. But this game doesn't even do that right. Like I said, it is just offensive to every sense. Audibly, visually, control-wise, it just sucks so, so badly. Like, I just, burn isn't even a fitting end to this thing. It's just awful. It's probably the worst Nintendo game that we've played, I think. Yeah. On here. Like actually Nintendo, Nintendo developed or first yes. party stuff. I would agree. I, I, and you clearly understand why nobody talks about this, right? When they talk about people who are passionate about the 64, I've never heard anyone be like, Hey, Yoshi's story was pretty neat, huh? It's because they played it for a day and then they can't remember it. Played it for an hour and 90 minutes. Yeah. Speed run this bitch. Oh God. Yeah. Avoid this thing at all costs. It's trash. <laughs> On a trash console for trash mm-hmm. people. The trash expansion pass. <laughs> well, Dr. Mario 64 is very bad too. It can't be anywhere near as egregious it's, as this. No, but it's it's in the same vein of like what I can't believe this was a cartridge that they put out. Uh well, I think we should wrap this episode. Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> uh you would like to contact us, maybe tell us your war stories of a Yoshi game on the 64. If you've played this game, we'd like to know what you thought. Maybe we're wrong. Definitely not. Nope, we aren't. <laughs> In fact, don't write us and tell us how we're wrong. Yeah, you can't. You will. You will not convince us. We I will don't track think. you down and dox you, and this is gonna, <laughs> it's going to get ugly. Uh, it's got shy guys on stilts. No. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> anyway, you can contact us at weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, Weekend Rental Podcast. And uh, yeah, until next time, be kind, rewind. Go check out our new movie podcast, Patreon. Geek Patreon. And for more pirate movie reviews, are. <laughs>